Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, January 6, 2020. Got it right hey. this time. I'm Broadway <laughs> World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you are an arts and culture writer. Arts, I don't, yes. I don't really know what that all means, but currently oh, okay. something that I'm sure you are at least somewhat paying attention to as we are recording, the Golden Globes are going on. We yes. will get into all of the winners and how they pertain to theater folks and theater properties uh, on tomorrow's episode. But I do want to say... As we are recording, um, I just got the news alert a few minutes ago that Phoebe Waller-Bridge won a Golden Globe for Best uh, Performance yay. by an Actress Good. in a Television Series, Musical, I or mean, Comedy. entirely deserved, obviously. All the awards. Give her all give the Give every awards. damn award. Make awards and give them to her. Yeah, if, if they don't exist, just make them up anyway. Um, another thing Golden Globe related that I wanted to mention, uh, Kristen Anderson Lopez of the the famous Flying Lopez family, um, tweeted out that uh, on, on, I guess that would have been Saturday, uh, she said they were not be they would not be going to the Golden Globes. In a tweet, she said, quote, Life is full of unknowns. This morning a.m., our youngest had a life-threatening respiratory emergency. Oh, we wow. are unable to fly to L.A. tonight, but we'll celebrate the talented artists and storytellers honored by the Golden Globes as we, grateful parents, stay close to our recuperating daughter. Obviously, Frozen 2 is nominated for multiple things, as I believe they are as well, um, into the unknown uh, reference in that first line of her tweet. Yeah. So our thoughts go out to the entire Lopez, Anderson Lopez clan, um, and it sounds like everybody is uh, is in good health now. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly really good reason not to go to an absolutely unnecessary and meaningless awards. Mm-hmm. Co-signed. The yeah. hardest so, of co-signs. Yeah. Um, we, I, I don't know if we've talked, we used to talk about it all the time on Some Like It Pop. Like the, the Golden Globes are fun because mm-hmm. they often acknowledge things that can never get Emmy appreciation because sure. the Emmys are so stodgy. But then the Golden Globes, just in general, suck really bad. The Golden Globes are awful. It's really dependent on a good host of which oh, Ricky, I didn't mean, I'm, Ricky yeah. Gervais is not. Uh, yeah. But generally, cannot stand the Golden Globes. I used I was to more ta- love the Golden Globes. It was like pre-Oscars to me, and now it's yeah. just... Never. I'm talking more about the winners. The winners are just so weird. On the movie side, the winners are terrible. The TV side, they often honor things that are like out and like just yeah. out and they're fresh and they're new and they're cool like they recognized right. jane the virgin and orphan That's black us, before everybody cool yes i am approaching the age where none of those <laughs> things apply but anyway fresh new and cool also applies to our new patreon account you can head over to patreon.com slash broadway radio broadway radio.com slash patreon if you want to get in for a uh you know get on the ground level of that i did hear a rumor that james would be doing a special patreon only episode where perhaps the biggest Cats fan in the world, or especially connected to Broadway radio, might be doing a special episode specifically about the film. So if you Ooh. want to get in on that. Um, and of if you which have I any didn't idea, get to see yesterday. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. So we'll let, we'll let our mystery guest uh, pop up in the Patreon feed at some point uh, for that. But in addition to Patreon, we want to take a second to talk about our sponsor this week, ExpressVPN. If you don't know what a VPN is. It's basically a service that hides your IP address and lets you control where you want websites to think that you are coming from. So if you are in the US, uh, but there's a show on the British version of Netflix that you want to watch and you can't get it in the US, this can fix that. It can make it look like you are watching from 
I don't know, uh, 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 Piccadilly Square or whatever. I don't know. Is that a place? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, wait, good. no, right. Piccadilly. Is it? I it's a circus. Circuses. I don't, I don't know, know what that means. There's technically a square as well. There should be. Um, or yeah, everything needs a square. Yes, if you are one of our many international listeners and you come to New York to see shows on the Broadway, you can still watch whatever you can watch at home with no problem with ExpressVPN. Or, this is my favorite option, if you are in the U.S. and you want to watch something that is streaming or being presented on NT Live and you don't want to wait like months later till it's available oh, in yes. cinemas and you want to watch Perfect. it as broadcast, this is the best way to do it. Which do 100% it. of the time. Yes, because NT Live is something that I'm very angry that has never like been picked up by PBS. But so true. ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online. And in addition, ExpressVPN is incredibly fast. There is never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD. My brother, who refuses to get cable, um, or at least did for a long time, would use VPNs to watch stuff all the time, especially live sports, and it was never an easy or enjoyable process for him. ExpressVPN is a much better option, and in addition to your computer, you can watch on all of your devices, tablets, phones, smart TVs, video game systems, whatever. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support our show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Broadway. We love doing this show, and folks like ExpressVPN so and our Patreon people are what are going to allow us to do this in 2020. Because actually, if you forget, a few months ago, we weren't sure that we were going to be doing this in 2020. No, here we are. So it, because of that, please support the people who support us. All right, Ashley, that is the longest lead up we've ever done to the news. But let's be honest, <laughs> there's we're still at the point where there's not a lot of news going on. But Correct. the first bit has to do with a ton of shows, both on Broadway, off Broadway and around the country that closed on Sunday. January 5th was the end of the tourist holiday season. So we had a bunch of things closing. I'm going to run through them because I didn't do it last week because... I'm an idiot. Um, but on Broadway, we lost Waitress. Yeah, often. Waitress, Tootsie, The Illusionist, The Percy Jackson Musical, The Lightning Thief, or The Lightning Thief, The Percy Jackson Musical, whichever one, Slava Snow Show, and A Christmas Carol. Off Broadway, we lost Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, Halfway Bitches Go Straight to Hell, Our Dear Dead Drug Lord, and in Chicago, the first ever production of Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda closed so the chicago weird. production closed so um, strange but i have heard the rumor or the plan that much of that company will be setting up shop in another city um oh, uh, very soon very that soon makes, that makes some sense okay. a city that they have been for an extended period of time but are not currently in so I will just say that um, if you're in Los Angeles, watch out for these people. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so you can decode that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a clue and a hint and a tease and a blindish item later in the show. Oh, this was not it. Um, <laughs> actually, an article that popped up in my feed over the weekend uh, about one of the closings of these shows was incredibly uh, touching. It came from Medium. Um, it was posted by a uh, a writer named Andy. Oppen and he is the widower of Adrian Shelley, who was the original writer and director and co-star of the film version of Waitress. And his article is entitled, oh, wow. as, as Waitress Musical Ends Its Run, It's Like Saying Goodbye to Adrian Again. If you are unfamiliar oh, with geez. this story, 
Adrian was brutally murdered just as the film was starting to get attention from the awards or from the film film festival circuit before it had even really even premiered. Um, and she, I, I saw the movie very Love shortly it. after it came yeah, out at the, same. at the international American pie festival in celebration of Florida uh, that my sister that's, used to run. Um, so reading the story and about how this film came to be and how the closing of the, um, uh, of the show kind of reflects some of the, the, the journey of this show and the importance of, of Adrian's legacy and memory is, uh, is really, really sweet. It's not very long. Uh, so check that out. We will have a link in the show notes, but looking through these shows, actually, you mentioned so many good shows closed, uh, this past Sunday, yesterday. Um, obviously I know you loved a lot of these. We've talked about yeah. a lot of these, but do you have any specific memories about whether it's waitress or one of the off Broadway things that I know you loved anything that you're going to really kind of carry forward moving from these shows? Uh, well, I saw Waitress for my last birthday, I believe, with Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel, which was... Mm -hmm. I saw it about special. a year ago, too. Yeah, yeah I, see? And that was uh, the first time that my, my two of my best friends, we went together, and it was the first time they had seen Waitress. So, I mean, what better way to see that show than with Sarah Bareilles, honestly. Yeah, so good. Um, as far as other memories for the shows that closed on Sunday, I adored Halfway Bitches Go Straight to Heaven mm -hmm. and Our Dear Dead Drug Lord. Those were probably, those were definitely in my top 10 of last year's openings. And, and, and just to, just to be clear, it's Halfway Bitches Go Straight to Hell. Not Is heaven. it? I think it is, isn't it? I thought it was the other way. <laughs> oh, maybe I really, uh, have. Oh no, you're right. I'm completely wrong. My head is in the absolute wrong place. I was gonna say because I, I had to correct myself last week and I edited myself in the audio. I'm hoping I didn't edit myself. No, you're incorrectly. right. I I'm sorry. I apologize to all of the halfway bitches out there for sending them to hell <laughs> instead of heaven. I apologize. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have yeah. to cut like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's all good. Uh, anyway, okay. One other bit of news that I wanted to mention about Sunday. Tony Goldwyn joined the company of The Inheritance yeah. on Sunday night. He took over as Henry Wilcox for John Benjamin Hickey, who is leaving the production to go direct the Broadway-bound production of Plaza Suite, starring two right. up-and-coming actors named Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm. That show will be doing an out-of-town tryout. Yeah, I hope that. Uh, fingers crossed for those yeah. two young kids. Yeah. Um, they're going to be doing a production in Boston before coming to Broadway later this spring. All right, Ashley, um, let's move into this week's theatrical schedule because it is starting to pick up a little bit. We have another rush of, of closings at the end, but we have some shows beginning previews that I wanted to talk about. First and foremost, I am super excited to figure out what the hell this first show is. On Thursday, January 9th, we will start previews off-Broadway for Emoji Land, the musical. This is a show that started <laughs> yeah. at Nymph last year. We've heard a ton about it. It has a book, Music and Lyrics by Keith Harrison and Laura Sheen. It has just a phenomenal Ridiculous cast. cast. Yeah. yeah, the cast, when when you hear Emoji Land, you're thinking, uh, what? What now? Right. What, what are you talking about? And then and when you then... see the cast who's in it, you've got uh, Josh Lehman, uh, Leslie Margarita, Anne Harada, Max Crum, 
um, so many other uh, Lucas Steele, Natalie Weiss. Um, it's a really, really good cast. So you're like, okay, maybe there is something. I won a ton of awards at Nymph last year. It is uh, playing at the Duke on 42nd. It is currently slated uh, to run uh, into March, I believe, or maybe the end of, of February. Um, so check that out. I'm really hoping that it extends because my brother is bringing my niece to New York in mid-March. And I think Aww. this would be a fun one for a kid uh, to see. So yeah. there is that. Also beginning previews on Thursday, January 9th, is the new musical Good Morning New York that will be playing off-Broadway. It is a a musical by an Emmy Award winner, Jacqueline Thrapp, with music by Thrapp, along with Jackson Bell and Dylan Adler. This is about local news uh, culture, especially in New York City. Love um, that. Yeah, that's a ton My of fun. My previous life, yeah. Yeah. What was that show that Tina Fey was an executive producer on that Andrea Martin was like, the mother of a news anchor um oh jeez it was really really funny and like uh um nicole um oh, richie was on it as well that I was really fun it's called yeah but this seems great it's actually inspired by real journalists and their stories um so this one sounds really cool um moving on to friday january 10th the new show 17 minutes will be beginning previews off broadway from the barrow group it is written by scott organ and directed by seth barish in the aftermath of a school shooting sheriff's deputy andy rubens must come to terms with the choices he made during the tragedy um, this one is currently set to run january 10th through february 15th then moving to Saturday, January 11th, we have the first off-Broadway preview for How to Load a Musket at 59E59. This one is um, one we've talked about before. It is uh, written by Talene Monahan and directed by Jackie Bradley and stars, amongst other folks, Adam Chandler Barat as a um, Civil War and re- revolutionary and Civil War reenactor. Um, sounds like a lot of fun and Adam Chandler yeah. Barat's always great. Um, then moving to the weekend uh, or to Sunday, we have what is almost certainly going to be one of the toughest tickets to get for any Greek theater that you will see anytime this year. So uh, this true. is coming to the Brooklyn Academy of Music, and this is a production of Medea, written and directed, I guess not written, but adapted and directed by Simon Stone, and it stars the real-life married couple Rose Byrne and Bobby Cannavale. The show is both. scheduled to run January 12th through February 23rd. It is only an hour and 20 minutes, but I have a feeling that this is going to be an incredibly powerful hour and 20 mm, minutes. Yeah. Because not only is Medea not light fair, but Bobby Cannavale and Rose Byrne are Tough. two phenomenal actors. And I think you think of Bobby Cannavale as being like, this tough, gritty actor, but Rose he Byrne, always, you think... he always plays a cop. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 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 98% or so... of the time. Yeah. And then you think of like Rose Byrne as a little more of like the romantic comedy type, but she's got Except chops spy. too. Yeah. Well, spy, spy was a comedy at least though. Spy is a great, great movie. I love that movie. Um, yeah. So I'm really interested to see this. Uh, and I am sure that this will be a much, much buzzed about production. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then finally, Ashley, more shows that are closing that I think people are really going to hope to see in this last week. On Broadway, we have, we have Freestyle Love Supreme closing. Off Broadway, we have one and two from the new group. Out go in, see it. I know you love that one. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah, go yeah. see it. Please. Out in Cambridge, Massachusetts at the American Repertory Theater, we have um, uh, Moby Dick, which I am 
quite sure will be making its way Mm. to a very public Uh, theater in New York very soon. uh. That, of course, is from Dave Malloy. Um, Then at the Park Avenue Armor, we have Judgment Day. And at Irish Repertory Theater, we have Pump Girl, all of those closing on Sunday, January 12th. All right, Ashley, let's close up the the day with a little bit of news. First up, we learned on Friday that Playwrights Horizons will be presenting a kind of a return engagement of Alicia Harris's What to Send Up When It Goes Down. This is going to be part of what they are calling their Redux series, which expands the audience and reach for vital new plays that premiered to limited runs elsewhere. This is one that's had a ton of success in a lot of places. Wooly Mammoth in Washington, D.C., American Repertory Theater, which we just talked about in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and has a sold-out run coming up starting later this week at the Public Theater's 2020 Under the Radar Festival. Um, Alicia Harris is one of these playwrights that I will be shocked if maybe this show even uh, Mm. does not get on the Broadway very, very soon. Seriously. Um, I think that she is uh, one of the people to watch out for um, from this new generation of uh, of playwrights. So very excited about that. Just needs to be given the space. And I think she was really, really close to getting the space this season. Yeah. Like super duper close. Like, like. Contracts were almost signed close, but anyway, we'll we'll see what happens in the coming year. Uh, next up, Ashley, some unfortunate news. It sounds like the Hello Dolly National Tour, which is currently in its second year, is canceling tour stops. Oh. Um, we learned over at uh, at Broadway World that they have canceled planned stops in Toronto and Schenectady for later this spring. Uh, hmm. In Toronto, the Mervish Theater has replaced. The tour stop with a production of The Boyfriend and Proctors and Schenectady will replace their engagement with Come From Away. Hmm. Currently, the show is still scheduled to run engagements through the end of March, March 22nd. I I would not be surprised if that date changes as well. Uh, I think it just has one of those things where paying tour ticket prices for a show you can see at the community theater is is a tough sell for a lot of places yeah there's that for sure as great as carolee carmelo is and um, emphasis she is oh she's amazing like i the fact that she's not a much bigger star than she is always will befuddle me Uh uh, because she can literally do anything correct um but I'm going to try to see it when it's down here in Florida somewhere. I forget where, but it's coming up here before March. So I'm hoping okay. to get a chance to see Carolee in that. All right, Ashley, I promised a blind item. And yeah, uh, here we go. Oh, get ready boy. for this one. I teased this on the Twitter on late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. And my tweet just read, God help us. We're on the right track to finding out what legend will be the next Broadway queen. I bet it will be a witch-y woman, but probably not the one you're thinking. Oh, my God. Ashley, you told me beforehand you had no idea what I was talking I about. I just don't. Did, did my, did my <laughs> emphasis on some of those key words, did that help at all? I feel like when I listen back to this, it, my brain will catch the subliminal messages. But having uh, built a desk today, my brain is not <laughs> functional. Okay. Any ideas at all, like even like what show no, I'm talking about? No, I mean, any shows that you can think of on Broadway currently that have a queen in them? Maybe even things that we currently? mentioned there. Yes, we mentioned their s- film sequel earlier in this episode. Oh my god! What about? show on Broadway <laughs> has a animated sequel currently oh, in theaters? Frozen. Ah. Oh my god! Ah. See, I just, I block, I block Disney out of my brain. Yeah, well, so, um, 
that if you can decode that, which many a number of people had, mm. um, you might be able to figure out who uh, I have heard. No guarantees. I this is not confirmed. I've just heard some rumblings about who the next queen in Frozen will be. It is someone who I adore. In fact, I contributed to a Kickstarter she did last year to do a oh. short film that co-starred the man playing Ike Turner in uh, Tina the Tina Turner musical right now, Ooh. DJ Watts. So if you can figure all that out, um, I hope it comes true because that's what I've been, been told. It could be wrong. Anything can change. You never know with Disney. But uh, I'm very excited about that one. I look forward to decoding you later. Yeah, it's super easy when you like get one piece, uh, and then I think you can get the rest of it. Oh, so. I'm sure. It's All right. more more fuel and uh, less being on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can or you can check the uh, reply to the tw- the Twitter one because oh, uh, well, there's that as well. Uh, Hades Saint uh, <laughs> uh, Haley Saint James uh, got it right away. And- oh, see. And Robbie Rizal tweet or texted me this morning and or yesterday morning and asked if that was right as well. So both of them are geniuses who haven't built desks. <laughs> I mean, you don't know their lives. Yeah, uh, that's true. Anyway, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bwwmat. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. Don't forget to head over to expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio. Support the folks that support us. You can also go to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. I believe Ashley and James will be taking you uh, through tomorrow's episode because I will be going. Uh, I will be. I told you this. Um, I will be going with my mother to see a comedy act starring two actors who play a hitman and an international hacker on General Hospital. Okay. It's called Stone Cold and the Jackal. My dad did not want to go, so uh, (laughs) I am going. Well, it was my it was a Christmas present to her that I got her. Oh, good. Um, Okay. So a good son. uh, yeah, um, so uh, we're going to go see the actor who plays Jason Morgan and the actor who plays Spinelli in their comedy tour. Mm, exciting stuff. Yep. I'll be here. Brownie some I will, points there. I will, I will not be there, but I will be here. <laughs> you should be. 